Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one here, Liverpool versus Southampton on a Saturday night. Um, yes, it's been a while since my last podcast. Um, obviously, there was meant to be a game scheduled last week. Um, Manchester United versus Liverpool. But because a certain protest happened at Old Chatford, where Man United fans infiltrated the stadium, the ground... Um, the damage to Old Chatford property, but obviously in the name of trying to get their owners out, so you can kind of get the incentive. But at the same time, um, the game was postponed because obviously everyone's health and safety was up for question. Really, like first of all, how did they get in the ground? COVID regulations. How many of them are running around with COVID unknowingly? So yeah, for that reason, the game had to be postponed, hence why I didn't do an episode last week, Sunday. However, that game now has been rescheduled to this Thursday. So this Thursday, we'll see Manchester United versus Liverpool. Um, We'll talk about that a little bit later on in the podcast. But yeah, so what has happened between um, the last last time we played against Newcastle and tonight? Um, In terms of injuries... We'll get into that. Um, nothing really significant in terms of FSG or like... Um, I guess the quest for European football, if people still believe there's top four. Or even Europa League, really. Um, so we knew on Friday, uh, Leicester lost to Newcastle. So the incentive... Of hoping they uh, mess up is kind of there. Um, also, um, Tottenham losing to Leeds away, even though they're not in contention for fourth. Um, it's kind of nice just to know that you don't have to worry about another team that can infiltrate your spot. The less competition there is for fourth spot, the better. So the fact Tottenham are actually out of there. Um, it's it's be- it's nice to see, um, and then yeah, we had the game this evening, Chelsea versus Man City. Uh, if Man City were to win, they would win the Premier League title. Um, unfortunately, an Alguero pathetic penalty attempt made Man City not win, which meant that Chelsea claimed all three points. So Chelsea are pretty much nailed on. I think to get third. So fourth spot is probably between Leicester, West Ham and Liverpool. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about Liverpool as of right now. We're talking about it as of right now for sure. Um, As you can tell, I haven't done the podcast in two weeks. I forgot how this works. (laughs) So excuse me if I sound a little rusty. Um, But yeah, let's get into the lineup. In goal, Alisson, left back, Robertson, centre-backs... Kabak, Reese Williams, right back Trent Alexander Arnold. No, sorry, centre backs Nat Fi- yeah, centre backs Nat Phillips, Reese Williams, right back Trent Alexander Arnold, your midfield three, Gini Wanaldum, Thiago, um Fabinho, up front, Mane Salah Jota. So noticeable absentees, Kabak wasn't around. Um Apparently, he's injured. 
I'm not quite sure what this injury is. Um, Milner as well, injured. Um, Kato as well. I don't know. I don't understand how Kato got injured because he hasn't played football in about three weeks. So whatever injury he has is baffling to me. But I want to, we'll talk about, we'll maybe talk about that. Um, and yeah, it meant that our bench was very thin. The likes of Ben Woodburn was on the bench. Billy Contamuto. Um, two, two academy players that don't really spark life at the minute. Had to, was upgraded to the bench. Um, yeah, which is very thin, like lost the bench, really. And um, on Southampton side, they had injuries as well. But anyways... Let's get into the game. So the game starts now, and um, I got I, it. The game felt like Newcastle vibes to sum up the first half, where a lot of chances was made, but we probably should have got more than what we had. But yes, um, the first key moment I remember, um, a die a, a a nice beautiful ball, a crossing ball from Trent. Pinpoint ball to Sadio Mane. The ball Mane controls it with his fire. He lets the ball bounce. He doesn't go. He doesn't. Um, he's just outside the eighteen yard box. I want him to lace the ball, but he doesn't. Um, do the technique where you're kind of leaning over the ball so you ensure that the ball doesn't go over. But he gets his technique all wrong. Um, ball goes over. Um, and then we had another chance. Jota, he um nice bit of play down the left hand side. Mane and Jota link up. Um Jota dribbles past two, three defenders. He gets in a great position to score. He but he decides to go with power as opposed to placement. If he focused on placement, I think it's a goal, but I think Jota's not in form right now, I have to admit, he's not in form. But an informed draw would have gave, given Fraser Foster problems, for sure. Um, and then, yeah, there was another moment where Jota provides an excellent diagonal through ball. Diagonal, diagonal over the top ball um, to Mohamed Salah. Salah's dribbling with the ball. He's one-on-one. He tries to go around the keeper. I don't know why he goes around the keeper. I just want him to shoot. But then he gets it all wrong. And then that... And, and that was very frustrating. Um, in terms of midfield play, it was very meh. Like, it wasn't inspiring. But I think Thiago played all right. I think he played well in the first half. Um, obviously, with Thiago and Fabinho in midfield, you have Fabinho sitting in and Thiago playing the number eight where he's bombing up, trying to press more trying to force the issue out of Southampton, which you could see that he was doing. Um, and then you got Fabinho that was doing the tidying up. And then you got Ronaldo that was just there, just to just, I don't know, pick the ball up and just, I don't know, just keep things ticking. But it wasn't anything significant, do you know what I mean? Um, in terms of another new centre-back partnership, Reese Williams and uh, Nat Phillips, I'd say Reese Williams actually looks okay in the first half. Like, 
And he was giving me Van Dyke vibes again. Remember back in September in the League Cup when we were seeing how Reese Williams was playing? Um, he, everyone was seeing like the Van Dyke aura because he's got the same haircut. Even though now he cut off the little man bun. So he's got this high top now. Um, but yeah, in terms of aura, he was reading situations well. And um, not looking like he's rushing his passing rushing uh, any sudden movements um the only one time he got caught out um it was a, a nice free ball from southampton i think walcott picked up the ball he had pace and then southampton were on a 2v2 break they square it uh he squares it to i don't know one of their strikers i think Shay adams allison comes out a goal makes himself big saves it um trent picks up the ball tiago gets in the way of trent which makes Trent lose the ball, and then they pick up the ball. He has another shot. They have another shot, and Allison saves it again. And then yeah, we we get fortunate with that. Um, Nat Phillips as well winning a lot of aerial duels once again. Um, looking assured, and yeah, that it was okay. The only my only complaint was with Liverpool. Just again, you're not finishing the chances. It should just be. That game should have been at least 2-0 to Liverpool. And also our build-up play was very lacklustre. Like we were there was times we were trying to force the issue too much as opposed to working our build-up play slowly. Because the only reason Southampton was getting chances was just from us losing concentration, period. Um Yeah, and that was the first half really. Um yeah, just the build-up play was sucking and the rhythm wasn't just there and the tempo wasn't there. And Mika Richards said Liverpool are boring to watch and unfortunately, I have to agree with him. I have to agree with him because te- our tempo and build-up play was... Obviously, we're missing players, sure, but you can still rectify a few things to keep the tempo going as it once was. Um, But yeah, second half starts now and... The drop off from Liverpool and Southampton is 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 quite significant. Like both teams just struggling to get rhythm going. Lots of misplaced passing from both teams. Um The only shot I kind of remember us having, Jota got the ball. Fraser Foster, the Southampton goalkeepers at the near post. Jota shoots at the near post. Keeper saves it. Um, oh yeah I forgot to mention in the first half there was a time we had a call now Genie Wijnaldum heads it onto the crossbar but yeah anyways back to the second half um, yeah Jota had that chance I just felt like in terms of Jota's performance it was rusty but at the same time we played uh, the front three we played we had Sadio Mane in the middle and Jota on the left as opposed to Mane on the left and Jota in the middle Obviously, there was times where they were interchanging it. But off the ball, it was Mane in the middle and Jota on the left. But any time we had the ball, they were kind of interchanging. But I don't know if I like that. Because it meant... Oh, my God. I didn't even talk about the goal in the first half. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm so sorry. How can I forget the key moment? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about the key moment. Oh, yeah. There was a time when... Uh, Salah picks up the ball in the first half. The ball is crossed in. 
Sadio Mane back posts, um, jumps over Vestergaard, who doesn't read the situation, heads it past Foster, 1-0 Liverpool. Um, yeah, 1-0 to Liverpool in the first half. I can't be, as you can tell, I have not done any podcasting in two weeks. So I'm rusty. <laughs> so I apologise for not even explaining that. Um, so if, if you're a new viewer, please, all my podcasts are really not like this. I'm, I'm just trying to get into the rhythm again because I haven't spoken about Liverpool in two weeks. So yeah, that's what happened. Um, it was nice to see Sadio Mane get a goal. Two goals in three games now. You can still see him make um, decisions where you're like, "Oh, Mane, why are you doing that?" But they're more off the ball. They're more off the ball. Oh, why are you doing that? In terms of like creating fouls um, when Southampton players are dribbling, um, they're not going anywhere with the ball. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, Walcott was not getting anywhere with the ball. He fouls him, and then. James Wood-Prowse is a dead dead ball specialist. You don't want Southampton on dead dead ball situations. But there was two moments where he did that in the first half. But yeah, um, it's nice to see Mane and Salah link up for that goal in the first half. Wow, I can't believe I didn't explain that. Anyways, back to the second half where Liverpool had the lead at hand. Um, Yes, again, Jota had that shot. Foster saved it. But from both teams... It was just looking lackluster. Again, no passing rhythm going. Um, but again, Reese Williams was again, still looking assured in the second half. Uh, Nat Phillips, there was a time where he came. He was trying to dribble with the ball. to the He came to the halfway line with the ball. He gives the ball away. Then Southampton hit us on the break. And then they nearly scored. Luckily, um, Allison, Allison tidies that up. Um... And then Southampton make a couple substitutions. Um, and then, yeah, Liverpool start making mistakes. And I think we start making mistakes because no one knows how to get the rhythm going. And it start, and it was Alisson who, at, at that point, at that moment in time, was keeping us in the game, who, in my eyes, I was seen as man of the match. He gives the ball away. Luckily, Southampton don't make the most of it. And, so, and Alisson tidies up with the save again. Um, but, yeah, it took up, up, up until... The 72nd minute, 72nd minute where Klopp finally makes a substitution. Um, Firmino comes on, Jota comes off. Um, and then 78th minute, Salah comes off, Chamberlain comes on. Um, Firmino does nothing, gives the ball away twice again. You can tell his decline is so obvious. And Alex Oxlade run around do nothing. Chamberlain was doing what I, exactly what I just said. Run around and do nothing. Um, obviously, if Milner and Cater were fit, they would have been they would have been ahead of the pecking order. And then um, there was times when Southampton was having the ball, and I was just thinking, please Lord, don't let us do a Newcastle again, um, and just hold that lead, please. Um, and but yeah, Southampton thankfully just was lacking quality to just have that. Oh no, now we're really under pressure. It was just more about Liverpool keeping their concentration to not make sure this game doesn't slip out of our hands. And then yeah, 89th minute, Liverpool on the ball possession. Um, Mane dribbles with the ball, he passes to Thiago. Thiago's dribbling with the ball, he goes around the defender. 
the way he shoots, he shoots the ball like he's passing it. So you know, but he shoots it, kills it, he kills it around the defender. The ball goes into the bottom corner. Two 0 Liverpool. Thiago gets his first Liverpool goal for first Liverpool goal of the season. Um, finally, finally, finally got a goal for Liverpool. Um, and I'm happy for Thiago really because this goal could now spiral him to do the matting. And he might come clutch for us in this small, small chance of us getting top four. Um, I was really impressed with the goal. And hopefully that gives Thiago the confidence to have more shots at goal. Because um, he was trying trying a few times shots outside the goal. But they were always constantly getting blocked. And you need moments from that from your midfielders to create goal situations. Because sometimes your forwards ain't going to be able to do it. And obviously, the last player to really do that consistently for us was Coutinho three years ago. Um, up until after his departure, it was the front three that was constantly banging in goals. And the midfielders was our workhorse. But if the, if the forwards ain't banging, I need the midfielders to contribute with GA at least. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it's nice that Thiago finally showed that he can score a goal. And let's see what, he, what that does for his confidence. And then, yeah, final substitution. Mane came off. Curtis Jones came on. Um, and yeah, Liverpool signed off the game with a 2-0 win. A clean sheet for Nat Phillips. A clean sheet for Alisson. A clean sheet for Reese Williams. Uh, yeah. Overall, I'm going to say that performance wasn't really inspiring. It was quite boring. But you'd take a boring 2-0 win if, that, if, 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 we, if, we, if we're consistent. Like, if we're consistent with scoring two or more goals at Anfield. But the most important thing was that um, Liverpool actually saw the game off at Anfield from start to finish. So he didn't do a Newcastle and crumble. Um, and that was the important thing, to see the game off. So now Liverpool are now on 58 points. Obviously, Leicester... No, Liverpool are on 57 points, sorry. Our game in hand is against Man United on Thursday. Um, Man United have to play tomorrow and then Tuesday and then Thursday. So Liverpool, so they got 24-hour rest after tomorrow's game against Aston Villa. Then they have to play on Tuesday against Leicester. Then they have to get... Then they have to re- 20, another 24-hour rest and then you play um, against Liverpool on Thursday. So... I'm praying fatigue kicks in for them. What I think Ole is going to do, which I'm not going to like, because we need Man United to beat Leicester, and then we need to beat Man United, which is very slim chances of happening. Uh, which is, Let me tell you why. He's going to play full strength against Aston Villa. Then I think he's going to rotate heavily against um, Leicester. But we need Man United to beat Leicester in order to catch up to Leicester for us to get top four. And then we got to do the mad thing and um, the madness and uh, finally get a Premier League winner at Old Trafford, which we have not done in seven years. Um, but yeah, with a tired Man United, the chances of that happening is possible. Um, obviously, the implications of uh, that is... 
Will Quebec be fit for Thursday? I don't know. Will Milner and Cater be around for Thursday? I don't know. Um, and our forwards need to get sharp again. Obviously, it was the first game in two weeks. So, um, is would you call that match sharpness? Would you call that lack of form? I'd say it's a bit of both at the minute. Um, and yeah, but yeah, at this stage, I just need the wins. We need wins and we, let's see whether we get Europa League or Champions League. We have to get some sort of Europe, really. Because um, obviously, first day Sunday football, we don't want that because of what that means for next season, the amount of games you have to play. But if Leicester, who have to play Tottenham, Man United and Chelsea, lose all three games, then it's a no-brainer. If Liverpool, all Liverpool have to do is beat Man United, Crystal Palace, West Brom and Burnley. So we got the easier fixtures for sure. We just need to make sure that we show some consistency. Win them all and see where that takes us. But yeah, my man in the match for that game, um, Alisson for sure. The man made some important saves that kept us in the game and he looked assured other than that one mistake. Um, Honourable mention goes to Thiago for finally getting that goal at Liverpool at Anfield. Um, and... For looking tidy on the ball, there I was there wasn't really a time where I was entirely crossed with Thiago. So yeah, and that's me signing off for this podcast. So thank you guys for listening to LFC reactions. Um, hopefully now the running is here. Hopefully there's more twists and turns to come in the race to get um top four. So yeah. Thank you guys for listening to LSE Reactions and tune in on Thursday night where I'll be giving in my review um, for the Man United-Liverpool game. If you enjoyed this episode, um, thank you. and Follow it on Spotify, Anchor. Um, that's mainly where you can find my content. Or even um, the podcast app on your phone, on your Apple device or Android and yeah thank you guys for listening for all 22 minutes of my voice um yeah thank you guys and tune in next time